0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Minister Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and welcome to you. We are delighted that you have chosen to join us for this message. This will be a powerful message, we believe, and we certainly hope that it will help you to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and to grow as a follower and a disciple of Jesus Christ Today's message comes from a message that we've done in prior times, and we want to share this clip with you. We pray it will be a blessing to you. So let's get right into today's message. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want to show you a couple of things just to illustrate this point, because the cry that goes out from the heart of the God who forgives is found. And one of the places that that this is found is in Isaiah 1, chapter chapter 1 and verse 18. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. The Lord offers this invitation. And I'd like to just share with you this drama shared with another class recently. And the Lord reminded me of it and put it back in my heart again. And so I'm hoping that this will help illustrate the Lord who forgives a little bit more to you. But in Romans 1 through 5, it deals with this topic that theologians call justification by faith alone. And it is a legal setting. It's a legal setting. It's like a courtroom. So I want you to imagine with me that this is the... the, the throne, the the bench that the holy judge sits on. And over here in a courtroom, you normally have the prosecutor on this side. And that would be that old devil, that old serpent. He's called in Revelation the accuser of the brethren. And so he sits on this side. And then over here in a courtroom setting, you normally have a defendant here, somebody that's being charged with a crime. They plead guilty or they plead not guilty. And then beside them usually sits a defense attorney. So I'd like for you to imagine this with me as I go through this, okay? So we have God as the judge over there. We have the devil as the accuser of the brethren over here. We have a guilty defendant. This is just a fictitious name. I just gave her a name, Anna Jerome. So we have a bailiff maybe that comes, maybe an angel of God that says, Court is now in session. And the judge says... Prosecutor, you may present your case. And so this prosecutor says, Sir, in my case, I will show beyond any reasonable doubt that this sinner is worthy of punishment by death, guilty of all charges filed against her. And then he might flip through his documents and he's going to enter a bunch of documents because he's got her dead to rights, he thinks. He says, I'm going to show you how, in your holy law, commandment number one and two, Says, she, you're not to make images and gods in your place, O judge. That's what you said. But she did that. She did it with all kinds of gods in her life. Sexual sins, immodesty, laziness, gossip, pride, egotism. She did it with materialism, going after things. Self-righteousness, her own religiosity, thinking she was all right. In commandment number three, you said... O oh, judge, that your name was never to be taken in vain. Yet she's had total disrespect for your honor, O oh, judge. She's had total disrespect for the holiness of your name. She's cursed you. She's carelessly referred to you over and over and I've got it all in these documents. I'll prove it. Holy law, commandments 4 to 10. I've got evidence. To prove that she's dishonored her parents she's lied on multiple occasions she's stolen she's cheated on her taxes she's taken things that weren't hers she's committed adultery in her heart and she's coveted oh yes I got her so busy with some super job so she'd just have to keep up with the Joneses oh I've got it here d- judge and the judge says does that complete your claim against this defendant and the prosecutor says yes Arrest my case. So then he turns to this defendant over here, who knows she's dead to rights. Who knows she's guilty of everything he just said. And he turns to her. Maybe she's weeping by this point. And he tells her, the prosecutor's raised charges against you. What do you say for yourself? She says, I have no words, Your Honor. I am guilty Of all of these charges. I have done all of these things. And I stand. Condemned before you. Holy. And righteous judge. Then enters the defense attorney. He sat silent. Through this whole event. And he says. Your honor. May I have a moment with my client. And the judge nods. And he sits down. And he turns to her. And he says dear Anna. I recognize you're guilty as charged. But do you know who I am? Your friend that introduced you and led you here brought you to me so that I can offer to you an answer, a solution, a defense. I know you're guilty. The judge recognizes your guilt. But let me tell you about something I can offer you. I am the son of God who became a human being just like you. I lived a life like you, fraught with all the same passions and desires and temptations. But because I did not sin, I could be a substitute for you and all like you who have sinned. You see, when I was born, I came to earth and was born a human being for one purpose and one purpose only to die as your substitute. At 33 years old, knowing my time had come, I allowed soldiers to arrest me, to beat and spit on me and whip me. I carried a very heavy crossbeam on my back up a hill. I then laid down on that wooden cross and let Roman soldiers hammer three spike nails into my wrists, blood pouring out and down that cross, and they then stood it up, and I experienced excruciating pain. But dear Anna, do you know why, why I did this? You see, dear one, I saw your picture as I lugged that cross up that hill. I saw your face as I was hanging there. I knew this day was coming when you would sit in this defendant's seat, You were on my mind that day. And so I died. I willingly paid the death sentence that you deserved, my dear. And I did it because I love you. And I want to have a loving relationship with you. If you will accept my invitation and my offer extended to you today. Yes, dear Anna. You are guilty, and you are worthy of receiving a death sentence. But I died and paid the price in your place. You can now go free and be acquitted of all charges if you will truly repent. Turn around, stop walking that way, and follow me on the way that I will lead you. Believe by simple faith in my finished work on the cross on your behalf. If you will accept my offer, I will appeal to the judge on your behalf. Will you trust me? And then she says, oh, I can hardly believe all of this. How would you do this? I am overcome by such love. Never before have I heard or known of such love. Dear Jesus, I'm an unworthy sinner standing condemned before this holy judge. But I am also overcome by your words. I repent of my sins right now, choosing rather to believe and follow you. Would you forgive me? Jesus smiles at her, turns back to the judge, and says, Holy Father, the defendant realizes she is guilty of all charges and condemned to die. She is pled guilty. Yet, dear holy and righteous judge, may I approach the bench? And he takes a step or two forward, and he shows the scars that are in his wrist to the holy judge. Father, remember your covenant by blood. I paid this defendant's death penalty already. I hung on that cross. I died in her place. Receive my payment on her behalf and acquit her of all charges. Is my plea and so the judge holds his gavel and he slams it down and he says I have made my verdict Anna Jerome you are acquitted of all charges and free to go in peace and that is just one representation of the Lord who forgives. We serve a God. That forgives us. And I know that. Most all of you. I don't, I don't know some of you. If you don't know Jesus. And you've never known him. As the Lord who forgives. I invite you to do that right now. Today. Don't leave this room. Without making that decision. Because this same thing, Same courtroom scene. Is played out over and over again because our God is a God who forgives every repentant sinner that will come to Him. And for all of the rest of us, I want us to focus this week on the Lord who forgives. Father, we're almost speechless, Lord, as we think about what You've done for us. And we're, we do stand in awe of You at the cross. what you've done. And I pray that this week as we focus, that you will remind us that you are the God who forgives. We praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.